The Staff Room, a brain comedy production. Episode 1, Twas the Night Before Christmas. not a fan of Christmas. Can't get a moment's peace in this place at the minute. Was my singing that bad? Health and safety, miss. It was that bad. Can't have cables trailing all over the floor now, can we? It's a wireless speaker, Bernie. Well, I wouldn't know about that, miss, but last time I checked, I was the site manager. All right, Bernie, all right. I take it you're not coming to the Christmas party, then? Not if my life depended on it. Well, I can't wait. I love Christmas. And I can't wait to see this lot let their hair down. Oh, be careful what you wish for, miss. How do you mean? Oh, nothing. Didn't sound like nothing. So no one's told you about last year then? Told me what? Oh, nothing. What? Oh, come on, Bernie. Best forget I ever said anything, miss. Bernie, what happened last year? I can't say, just look after yourself, miss. Oh, come on, Bernie. If there's something I need to know, you need to tell me. If you'll excuse me... Miss? Bernie, wait! You're freaking me out! Tell me! I don't mind admitting that I am very excited about this evening. In fact, I think that tonight could be one of the greatest nights of my life. I've never known you get this excited about a staff do before, David. What? Good God, no, not that. Especially after last year. Forgive me then, David. Why are you so excited about this evening? David is attending the local International Innovation Award Night for schools and local businesses. Oh yes, how could I forget? You've had the teachers working on your acceptance speech for the last four staff meetings. Drafting and editing is a key curriculum requirement, Harriet. These teachers need to know how to do it properly. I was wondering, David, if you had decided on your plus one for the evening. I'd be very happy to forego the staff do if you needed me to... And anyway, Harriet, it'll all be worth it because I'm a dead cert for the Star Award. Oh, how so? I'm on very good terms with a sponsor, Ian, from Clutch and Cluck, the Car and Chicken Emporium. Ah, yes, Clutch and Cluck. Everything you need from car batteries to battery-farmed chicken nuggets. He gave me the nod on Saturday during our weekly executive's game of pitch and putt. David, be careful. You have a habit of assuming you're going to win everything, and when you don't, well, let's just say we all end up feeling your pain. That's a bit unfair, Harriet. David has won multiple awards since I became his PA, from Best Speakerphone Conference Caller 2015 to Number One Regional School Innovator with his range of performance management emojis. You see, Harriet, I'm a natural-born innovator, and tonight the word victory is spelt C-R-O-S-S-H-A-T-C-H, crosshatch, and that name belongs to me. David Crosshatch. All right, David, point taken. Now, what time shall I pick you up, David? No need, PA. I've pre-booked an Uber. Oh, I'm not sure you can pre-book an Uber, David. Uh, You can. He's waiting outside in the car park. I've told him I'll be about six hours. I can drive you, us, if you like. Now, I've got to go and do a radio interview about this evening's award show, so PA... (laughs) 
one vocal gargling solution for one David Crosshatch in my office when you're ready. Yes, David. So, Emma, shall I put your name back on the staff do guest list? Oh, well, it's not confirmed that I won't be escorting David this evening. He probably wanted to invite me privately so as not to snub you. Now, if you don't mind, I've got a man to gargle. I'll add you to the reserve list, Emma, just in case. I've tried reasoning with her, but she just refuses to listen. Is there not any job you can give her, Owen? I've tried, Tom, but she says it's party entertainment manager or nothing. No, I'm not spending another Christmas party wearing a Rizzler with Lady Gugu written on it. I'll admit that popular culture isn't her forte, but there must be something. Tom, don't you remember last year? Oh, come on. Was it that bad? Oh, let's see. First there was the staff survey in October about what people wanted to do. Oh, very practical. Then there were the personality questionnaires to help decide the seating plan. Okay, that was a bit much. And all those presentations we had to sit through from the potential venues. It was like Dragon's bloody den. Then there was the full-scale rehearsal in the school hall. Well, at least that gave us fair warning about you two. What do you mean? Oh, please. Bernie needs to book a deep clean after you two had finished playing Twister. It's called taking games seriously, Owen. Judith told us to go for it. Oh, we went for it all right, didn't we, Mr King? Oh, don't remind me. It wasn't my fault that's where his right hand ended up. Blame the spinner. Exactly. And getting into that position really hurt, if you must know. Is that what that moaning was about? If we could return to the subject in hand. I think it did end up in my hand, if I recall correctly. Oh, please. Look. Judith is clearly upset by her lack of involvement in the party planning and, as her colleagues, we need to support her. So everyone, thinking caps on, let's find something for her to do. Oh, here she comes now. It's just, I think something terrible must have happened last year, Judith, or Bernie wouldn't have said anything. I can assure you, Samantha, that nothing terrible happened last year. The Christmas party was an absolute triumph which is more than people will be saying about this year's effort. Of that, I am absolutely certain. Hi, Judith. Tom. Hello, Judith. Samantha, will you tell Mr Pickett I acknowledge his greeting, but do not reciprocate it? Um, OK. Uh, Owen, hi. Uh, Judith says thanks and all that, but hello, but she... Uh... It's all right, Sam. I shall be the bigger person. Would you ask Mrs Rolls if she would like to join me as an official member of the Christmas Party Planning Committee? Oh, okay. Judith, Owen wants to know if you would like to... Yes, I'm not deaf, Samantha. Please inquire as to what Mr Pickett has in mind. Mr Pickett, what would you like Judith to do? At Christmas party logistics. Oh, that sounds very important. Wow, that sounds like a big job. With lots of responsibilities. Judith, Owen is offering you the chance to be in charge of Christmas party logistics. And what exactly does Christmas party logistics entail? Uh, well, it involves, uh, let me see. Uh, oh, you have the important job of ringing the restaurant and confirming all the mains. Samantha, please tell Mr Pickett that I haven't been a teacher for 25 years just so I can ring through 11 turkey dinners and a goat's cheese tartlet for the bloody vegan. Um, I'm not sure you've quite got a handle on veganism there, Judith. Well, if that's your attitude, I rescind my generous offer. Fine. You leave me with no choice. Uh, Judith? Oh, what are you doing, Judith? Crossing my name off the list. That's what I'm doing. Oh, come on. This is getting silly. Judith? Oh, Judith! Owen, 
go after her and sort it out. Oh, why do I have to? Just bloody go, man. Oh, for goodness sake, fine. Judith. Judith. Oh, hello, Judith. Don't mind me. I'm just making myself a quick cup of tea. Eight years I've been organising Christmas parties at this school. Eight years. David will be heading off soon. Off to the awards show, all by himself. I've given my everything over the years. All so they can have a good time. I've packed his travel bag, his favourite cufflinks, the silver ones he likes, in the shape of his own face. We've had festive quizzes, yuletide karaoke, my one-woman Christmas version of the vagina monologues, walking in a winter vulva land. I even downloaded his favourite audiobook for the journey, My Incredible Story, by David Crosshatch. And for what? To be told that you're no longer wanted? I mean, I never presumed I'd be going, of course not. I just thought that maybe he'd want me there, for moral support. To be told that all you're good for is making sure that a vegetarian doesn't end up with a sausage in their Christmas cracker. But he doesn't want me there, or need me there. Well, why would he? I'm just a PA. I am not just a bloody PA. Ah, oh, good, you're both here. Hello, Harriet. Judith, I understand you're refusing to come to tonight's party. That's right. Well, that won't do, I'm afraid. I'm sorry, Harriet, but I'm not going to subject myself to any more... Judith... Do you know what Owen has planned for this evening? I'm sure I have no idea. Well, read this. It's his flyer for this evening. But it's blank. Exactly. Owen hasn't so much organised a staff do as organised a staff don't. You don't mean... What about a mid-meal quiz? Nil point. Secret Santa. Unless it's an extremely secretive one. There must be staff sing-along. Judith, tonight's only entertainment will be seeing how many times Jack tries to get Cat to guess the size of his Christmas baubles. Oh, my... Goodness. So, I need you to get down to Clutch and Cluck and prepare it for a proper Christmas party. But my class, I mean, who will look after them? They're fine. I've got them copying out the 12 days of Christmas in their handwriting books. That'll keep them going until Easter. But how on earth will I get there? I don't even know where Clutch and Cluck is. There's an Uber in the car park. Take that. Um, excuse me. I think you'll find that's David's. Oh, no. But if Judith uses David's Uber, then how will... Exactly. That's what I mean when I say that I think you'll find... I mean, can you think of anyone who would be willing to step in at the last minute and get David to the awards show in time? Well, I suppose I could... Oh, I see. Good. Judith, go. We're counting on you. OK, I'll do it. Put the Cliff Richard Mega Chris Mix CD on full blast and the Advocar on ice. It's staff Christmas party time. Harriet? Yes? How am I going to break the news to David? I don't think you'll need to. Uber, where are you going? P.A. P.A. I'm coming, David. Emma, yes, Harriet. Remember, you're not just a P.A. P.A. Crosshatch needs transporting. You're David Crosshatch's P.A. Oh, thank you, Harriet. David, I've got it all sorted. Don't worry. Right, you can come out now. Oh, uh, thank you, Harriet. She wouldn't have listened to me. Have you done what I asked and changed the seating plan? I can confirm you are sitting nowhere near Jack and Cat. Good. Right, see you later. Yes, uh, um, Harriet? 
Yes, Owen. You won't tell Judith about our little conspiracy, will you? Never. But Owen. Yes? You still owe me big time. Got it? I've got it. Death holds with broken trolleys. Tra la 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 la. I feel like a total wally. Tra la 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 la. Where? Oh, oh, what? Oops. Sorry, Bernie. I forgot. Health and safety. It's not Bernie. Oh, hello, Sam. Are you all right? No. What is it? It's this bloody party. I don't want to go. Not after what happened last year. What? You weren't even here last year. What are you talking about? Bernie told me, or rather he didn't tell me. Sam, what are you talking about? Bernie said something happened last year, something that you lot all want to keep secret from me. And Judith just got all defensive and weird on me when I asked her about it. This whole staff party thing, it sounds like a like a cult or something. I think you're reading a bit too much into this. I don't want to be sacrificed, Tom, or go through some weird initiation ceremony or a, a perverted induction. Whoa, Sam, slow down. But... No, there's nothing to worry about. Nothing is going to happen to you. So what was Bernie going on about? Look, last year's party was, well, it was a bit of a disaster. Judith approached the whole thing as if she was planning a royal wedding. She ended up having a nervous breakdown when she found out the ice sculpture she'd ordered had been delivered to her home address and were melting into a living room shagpile carpet. Owen chucked a jug of cold water over Jack after he claimed Cat would be impressed with the length of his shagpile, and David ended up wrestling the karaoke mic off Bernie who was doing a lovely rendition of Walking in the Air, and began interrogating the entire restaurant, demanding to know who had been a secret Santa. Apparently he wasn't very happy with his personalised cufflinks. It was, without doubt, the worst Christmas party ever. Bernie probably just didn't want to put you off going, that's all. Oh, right, I see. So, there's nothing to worry about? Well, I wouldn't go that far, but if you follow my advice, you'll be fine. What advice is that? Well, whatever happens, tell Judith it's the best party ever. Avoid sitting next to Jack and Cat. Never interrupt Bernie mid-song. Avoid getting too drunk. And definitely make sure you leave before the dancing starts. Oh, so it's just a bog-standard Christmas party then? Exactly. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. Now, come on. Or we'll be late. at last. Bloody Christmas. We're walking in the air. We're floating in the moonlit sky. You have been listening to The Staff Room, a brain comedy production for no one in particular. The script was written by Tim Browse and performed Tim Browse and Ellie Swain. Subscribe to the Brain Comedy Podcast via SoundCloud or iTunes or go to the website www.braincomedy.com.